Let's make it rain. Hello, everyone. This is Anthony Blackman back yet again with another G.O.D., the gym of the day, your favorite podcast. First and foremost, and as always, I want to thank you for listening. And if you like, subscribe and share with a friend. You can also go to makeitrain.net to check out all content all the time. If you're ever having a weekday, check me out every weekday. New podcast drops. Bonus episodes of full sermons coming soon. Stay tuned for that. Today, I want to talk about a slap in the face. But before we do so, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word that goes forth and prospers in which the thing was sent. We thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. And we thank you in all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. With that being said, a slap in the face. Now, this term or phrase usually means an unexpected rejection or an affront. The word affront means an action or remark that causes outrage or offense. So if you hear one say, that's a slap in the face. They're talking about an unexpected rejection or an action or remark that causes outrage or offense. <laughs> Sometimes, in a spiritual sense, we give Christ what they call a slap in the face because he's went before us, he set our crooked path straight, sacrificed himself for our sins, went up on the cross for us. He who knew no sin became sin for us, and we continue to do our own thing, continue to reject him, continue to walk on our own accord. It's a slap in the face. There's a couple of scriptures in the Bible that talk about Jesus literally being slapped in the face. I always thought those guys had some gumption. <laughs> if you think about slapping <laughs> God in the flesh, in the face, wow. Well, think about it in the spiritual sense. We do the same thing when we decide to walk our own path. I'm going to share a couple of verses. And Luke chapter 22, starting on verse 63, says, Now the men who held Jesus mocked him and beat him. Well, think about that. Once again, we do our own thing, especially when we know better. The Bible says that if you know better, you're going to be held at a higher standard, right? Like there's more of a consequence for those who know better. And it says, verse 64, And having blindfolded him, they struck him on the face and asked him, saying, Prophesy, who is the one who struck you? So they're mocking him. They're, they're basically testing him. <laughs> they're trying him, right? You don't want to do that. Once again, in the spiritual sense, sometimes we do by the things we say, the paths we take. We're mocking God. We're trying him. I'm like, you know what? I don't think you're going to do this. <laughs> I know what it says, but I'm going to do this anyway. Another example of a complete slap in the face is another scripture of Jesus <laughs> being slapped in the face. It's found in John chapter 18, starting on verse 19. It says, The high priest then asked Jesus about his disciples and his doctrine. Now, being a Christian, you may have been asked about the doctrine, the Bible, before by an unbeliever. Some of them are interested in knowing and learning about it. Some of them just want to argue, discredit, and act a fool, to be honest with you. I'm going to continue to read verse 20. Jesus answered him, I spoke openly in the world. I always taught in the synagogues and in the temple where the Jews always meet. And in secret, I have said nothing. Why do you ask me? Ask those who have heard me what I said to them. Indeed, they know what I said. And when he said these things, one of the officers who stood by 
struck Jesus with the palm of his hand, saying, Do you answer the high priest like that? Jesus replied, If I have spoken evil, bear witness of the evil. But if well, why do you strike me? Now that being said, some of us may have inadvertently slapped Jesus in the face. It's a slap in the face to deny him. It's a slap in the face to put others down who choose to follow him. It's a slap in the face to hate when he says he is love. When he says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. It's a slap in the face knowing that he died for our sins and we continue to do so. Hebrews 10.26 says, if we continue to sin willingly after the knowledge of the truth, there is no longer a sacrifice for the sin. And I chose to share those verses in particular because this is right before he was going to be crucified. His forgiveness, <laughs> even on the way to the cross, he was already saving others. If you think about it, they had an opportunity to release someone and God orchestrated this whole thing for us. That's how much he loved us. He orchestrated the crucifixion. So when they were all chaining for Barabbas to be freed instead of him, can you imagine like the orchestra playing, the conductor in the front, having everybody playing in one accord to make it sound just so beautiful, right? That was God orchestrating that whole thing to ensure that he went through with the ultimate sacrifice. Not only that, he was freeing a man who deserved death, who was going to be put to death before he even gave his life for us. So he was already saving lives. He was already saving souls <laughs> on the way to the cross. That's amazing. So let's not slap him in the face. <laughs> let's continue to follow his example. Think about that. G-O-D, God bless. Thank you.